this field is now a monument to American defiance. This memorial is now a message to the world. America will never, ever submit to tyranny. Remember that free people are never at the mercy of evil. Because our destiny is always in our hands. America's future is not written by our enemies. America's future is written by our heroes. That's right, you guys, and that's you, that's me, and we are, we are the patriots who are taking it to them and doing everything the Lord has commanded us to do to bring this enemy down. So I'm encouraged on this day that we are closer. <laughs> Our redemption is closer than it's ever been before. Our um, not our escape, but our victory over them. That's amazing. Now, y'all remember that Truman show all those years ago? It was a really great show, and I was too asleep to realize it was, it was about us. And that's what we've been is, is on their video cameras and yuck. We've been doing this fake world here in their little bubble their little video bubble um and uh you know you know where we are the story where we are the show is the point where we're having the the storm and he's like i'm out of here i'm leaving i'm not gonna live under your little constant gaze and so he's he didn't care he's like i've got to get out of here and out of your control and out from under your thumb remember that guy who was who was the um who was the head honcho, this dude right here, you know, he's running the deal and he's basically playing God. That's exactly what they've been doing to us. It's like, we've been living the Truman show, but we're out of here now and bye. Right. So, and that is very, very much like, you know, with the hurricane Florence, they technically started this storm that from when you look at the uh weather weapons with ben livingston you realize this is this is what they do they've got the ability to do it they've been having that ability since vietnam so the ho chi minh trail and all of that so but look at the lord he i don't know what happened i don't know if they stopped the lasers that were souping up the storm i don't know either whatever happened that we won the victory and this you know yes it's still a hurricane it's a category two but it's not a monster storm and from being in houston i know that that's going to make a huge difference now what we what we what happened with us in harvey is that thing just sat there and sat there and sat there for like i think 13 days it was some ridiculous thing and it would not leave and it was just pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring just like the truman show and so we need to keep praying that that won't happen and that they will be able to continue to fight the battle to keep these bad guys from doing that from keeping a storm sitting there and just creating this deluge and because so many people are still not back in their homes okay and i know the biggest issue is Yes, yeah, so we were we were able to get past it, and it was hard, but we, we pulled together, as you guys probably saw us on, on TV. But the, the uh, we, 
definitely just keep praying for our nuclear facilities. You know, I love Trump. He says, you know, we, uh, the, the, the storm is fighting back, <laughs> but we're going to win. The, the swamp is swamp, uh, fighting back. Now, here's how they've been fighting back, shutting down the Great Awakening. If you've been on the Reddit site, um, I didn't even really go on the Reddit site very much because a lot of times when I would try to post something, it would be, they would, you know, somebody would find it and they would kick it off. Oh, this is not acceptable for whatever reason. I'm like, okay, I'm just over it. Um, but I was the moderator for the seat, one of the moderators. I was the only moderator. Let's just say it that way. There was a list of so many of them, but nobody else was actually doing anything. And uh, for the CBTS Reddit board all that time ago, and then Storm was on there for a little while with me, but then they kicked him off. And then the trolls hacked me literally just, it was awful. I'll just put, I'm not going to go into detail, but then, you know, the CBTS got uh, turned off. And I knew the Great Awakening was just a matter of time. So trust me, they're going to keep doing this. And you cannot trust Reddit. Hello, Red. Hello. It's just, these people are commies. So that's why way back when, maybe four months ago, we created freedomforcenews.com. And here is the main page, but here is the forum. And you can go on here, and I say that. Okay, here we go. Let me go to the next screen. So here's our forum. The Swamp Drainers, Freedom Force News Swamp Drainers. So all of our um, topics, recent topics are on here. Just keep going down and you'll see that these are done in a in categories and we own it. So no, but Reddit can't just shut it off willy nilly. And that's what it's got to be. I know different ones are trying to create boards at this, but we already have one created and it already has so much great great information on it but they're all in categories so you can go on and look up maybe you're there are things that you're not even aware of what if you're new to being uh to the great awakening so come join us on freedom force news slash forum and it's all right here and you don't have to worry about being shut down and we just don't want to fail to give him praise because he's 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 waiting for us to ask and for him to do miracles for us and that that storm very easily could have been just devastating and at a category five and make a huge, huge difference. So that just encourages us to pray and to see what he will do in response to our prayers, especially when we join together and humble ourselves and say, Lord, we're pleading with you to do this for us because we can't, I can't control a storm at all. So I, I am sorry that my prayer got cut off at the end. I was really disappointed. Um, I'm having some technical difficulties, but I will not stop. I won't. And uh, they, I guess they know that, you know, I've had trouble with just a host of things on my laptop and I'm just not going to stop. And it reminded me of this great poem. We will never surrender the American patriots and all those who oppose the rise of a hideous and evil deep state regime linked together in their cause and in their need will defend to the death their God-given rights to free speech and the bearing of arms, aiding each other like good comrades to the utmost of their strength. Even though large parts of the internet and many old and famous social platforms have fallen or may fall into the grip of the deep state and all the odious apparatus of satanic rule, we shall not flag or fail. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in the forums. We shall fight on the message boards and the dark web. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the meme wars, and we shall defend our freedom, whatever the cost may be. Wow, whoever wrote that awesome job. And that's, uh, you know, I don't really have a Churchill accent, but I think you get the point. 
oh, I'm gonna fight when my camera won't work and when my laptop turns off and it won't turn back on. I mean, when whatever happens, I'm not gonna stop. And if I, you know, if I have to buy 10 laptops, that's what I'm gonna do. If I have, whatever I have to do, until we get to the finish line, I'm not gonna stop and I'm not gonna surrender. And I know you guys feel the same way. So keep up the fight. We are so close. We're right there at the point where, like the Truman Show, we're fixing to go right up those stairs and adios, guys. <laughs> um, I made a mistake and I got to tell you about it. All right. So um, I was like, why is this looking so strange? I didn't understand why, what KDG was reading. I was reading 2017's emergency alert. So this year it's on the 20th of September. Okay. Um, so, and actually she was right. There are two, and I'll put the correct link in the description below, uh, and correct the link on, on the other video too. Um, so it's the one for the vid, for the TV is the emergency alert system, EAS, and then the wireless emergency alert. So uh, we'll get them both, uh, on our phone and on our TV. So, uh, we can mark that down. Now I have something else I have to tell you. I don't really like to tell you these things, but you posted this and so I want to make sure that you guys know about it and it's shocking that the New York Post would have this on but they are obviously becoming more uh, more brazen but also they're trying to normalize their evil and when they put it out there and they get it into the consciousness they think that it's gonna we're gonna think oh well this is normal um, and even my my uh, kids that I work with here in my town, they they were having a play and they were all excited about doing this play on Dracula. And I'm like, this is not a funny movie. I don't think this is funny at all. And they watch, they are always talking about, you know, watching movies that are like slice or splice, whatever, whatever it was, where split, split personality video. And I'm like, that. how is that funny? I don't think this is entertaining at all because this is really, is it, would you think it was really funny if this was really happening? This is not something I think find it entertaining at all, but this is what these people put out on, uh, on the New York post. So I'm um, prepare yourself. All right. A study has found drinking young people's blood could live, help you live longer and prevent age related diseases. What is up with that? What is up with that? This is outrageous that they would have a study like that and put it out there it's just horrific and what is what is that and again they're trying to make it where it's normalized and uh, it's just shocking and it's not normal and so i want you to be aware of it what we're fighting this evil that we're fighting is worse than what we ever imagined and it's it's straight from the pits of hell and we are the patriots who are taking it to them and we are not going to stop until they're cast into the abyss as it says in revelation 19 and 20 done all right so there was another thing that um i wanted to tell you but i'm glad i'm done talking about that because you know how i don't like it but we got to know what, the, what we're who our enemy is all right so the other thing is this is the um the month of tishri and the Hebrew calendar, and but it is um, it is not it's the first month of their civil calendar. It is not the first month of the Hebrew calendar, and that may be like, what do you mean by that? Well, you know how we do sometimes. We're like, okay, well, January is the first month of our year, but we talk about the school year starts. Oh, when's this? When does the year start for school? Well, it's in August or September, you know, um, or we might have, um, like, like businesses, a lot of times have their, um, their company run on a calendar for it. Then it starts in September. The, the first month is actually Nissan 
And so I wanted you to see this. So to try to make it completely confusing, <laughs> not actually try to make it more simple. So this is the, uh, this is actually the seventh month of the Hebrew calendar, even though it's the first month of the civil calendar. Okay. And, but I want you to be aware of what these, uh, these holidays are because these are true biblical holidays. These are the holidays that the Lord celebrates and that not as much celebrating them as much as these are um, times when he has a, a, an appointment. I think the, the name for these is the real word is appointment and he does certain things on these days. So it's a lunar calendar. And so uh, I think one of my uh, patriots was going to look for the moon to see if he could see the, the, the moon start to appear, if you can start to see just a little sliver of that moon, then it is, you know, that it, that it's the, it's the, the, the technically it, the new month has begun, regardless of what the calendar says, if, they, if you really base it upon the moon. So they would call that no man knows the day or the hour. They really would because you wouldn't know when you would first start to see that. And so there were people who would be looking on those nights to see when they would first see the first glimmer of the moon. All right. So I want you to see how these appointments, these festivals, um, the Lord had so many amazing things happen and has for our future amazing things will happen on those days. Passover and unleavened bread were fulfilled already. They were Christ's death and his burial and his resurrection. Okay, in Passover, that he's the Passover lamb, that he is the bread that was wrapped up and that was hidden away because that's what they do for the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And then the first fruits that, as the Bible says, that he is the first one to receive the resurrected body and that we will too. We will, he's the first fruits and then afterward we will receive them after the millennial reign that we're going to get our new body and that death is conquered and that there's no more uh death at all there's and then there's the new heaven and the new earth okay so these were fulfilled these first three spring feasts were, were fulfilled and then you've got the next one which is pentecost that was fulfilled when the holy spirit was poured out so that the church after he said go into all the world and preach the gospels baptizing them in the name of the father son and the holy spirit and teaching them all that i've, I've commanded you right though the, they would need serious uh spiritual power. They would need the Holy Spirit to guide them and to direct them and give them the words to say in that very hour and all of that. And that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. So, so that is Shav, Shavuot. Okay. You see this one here, Shavuot. So, and they don't really have these in exactly the right order, but the Rosh Hashanah is the civil new year. Okay. And then the Feast of Trumpets, they don't even have that listed on here, but this is called Ram, Yom Teruah, Yom Teruah, which is when you, the big trumpet blast, the giant, uh, wake everyone up. This, I believe it is a picture of the great awakening. It's an appointment when all of the humanity will wake up. And you guys, that's what we're seeing. People waking up all over the world and realizing what's been going on and hearing the Lord wake them up and go, Hey, come out of this sleepy land. Okay. Time wakey, wakey right and see what's been going on truly with 9-11 and all of this hurting children and all of that so um the other one is uh, i'm going to put them in order yom kippur where yom kippur which is the feast of atonement i think that's the day when he says okay this is these are the ones who are forgiven and these are the ones who are out of here these are the ones who are going into the abyss 
as he said, there's two harvests. There's a, the harvest of those who are, receive the Lord and, and, and come to know him. And then there's others who are, who are cast out into the abyss because they're doing such horrific crimes against humanity. All right, so that is Yom Kippur. And then is Sukkot. You see that in the middle. Sukkot is the one of tabernacles. So I'm going to read to you today from uh, what happened with Nehemiah, because when they came back from Babylon, they had to build the wall. And you're going to see that's so cool. We've got to build a wall, right? Um, so they, they he finally built the wall. He's got the names written down of all the people who built the wall. And I think that's you and that's me. And we're building this wall back up for our country um, to build up the, the sacred ruins that have been, they pulled down all of our pillars that, have, that were holding up our society. And we're building these things back up, right? Which is such an amazing thing to, to, to honor to get to do. And our names are written in his book that we're doing that. Okay. So now you've got um, Sukkot is uh, when they were out and they were, they were, they were celebrating the tabernacles and you'll see that when we read it, that they would all go out and like having a camp out. They would all be out on their roofs and they would uh, be celebrating this great celebration of the Lord tabernacling with them, being with them, dwelling with them, everyone knowing the Lord from the least to the greatest, as I've talked about, that, that no one you know, fights anymore. Everything is set at peace and everything is set right because you've had the repentance. Then you've had the forgiveness and then everything is is set right and at peace okay and so we've already had these things fulfilled in some measure at different times in our personal lives and in our families in different places but this is for the whole world this is an amazing time to be alive it absolutely is all right so then the other one i don't know what uh shimonese azaret as i can't remember what that is but simchat torah torah is obviously the law the word of the lord okay so if you look here uh it means re reading or rejoicing in the law or the word so it's not the law just specifically like the ten commandments law it is the whole of god's word rejoicing in the word of god okay and as it says in psalm 119 down here uh oh how i love thy law it is my meditation all the day. Basically, where it's it's I love your justice, I love your 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 patience and your forgiveness and your kindness and everything in your word. I love it. it all of it is just such a smorgasbord, such a buffet of wonderful things to help us in our lives. Now, I'm going to show you this real quick. So when we read this, you'll know what I'm talking about. Here is a picture of Jerusalem and this kind of the way it's shaped. And these are the walls that they built back up. And they literally do have a have a list of everyone who built this section and everyone who built the next section. Section and all the sections, they would say, okay, here's, it, it's a really neat story um, that you need to, to, to learn the story of Nehemiah and, and how they all built the wall. It was really, really cool. Um, but here is the water gate and that's where they're going to all be standing right by this water gate. You see my circle here? I'm making a circle. Um, that's, they were all standing by the water gate as they were hearing the word of the Lord that they were preaching. Now, all right, here we go. I want you to know one other quick thing. If you ever want to listen, which you should be doing all the time, but if you want to, you can read the word, but you can also uh, listen to it. Now, if you notice on here, I have the new King James pulled up, but that one doesn't have an audio version, but you can pick one. For example, the New American Standard has an audio version and that you can listen to. So I'm gonna pull that up and you'll see it's got a little audio. Yes, there it is right there, you see that? So when you click on it, it'll pull up another screen. It will allow you to listen to it. Chapter eight. And all the people gathered as one man at the square which was in front of the water gate. And they asked Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses 
All right, so you can listen to him, or you can, there's several different voices on there that you can listen to, to different ones, read different versions. Um, and so as you're rolling down the road, because there's just, oh, how I love your law. I love to meditate on. It has to be in your heart for you to be able to meditate on it. And so, for example, when different things happen, it reminds me of a different verse here or there. And so it's really so helpful to know the word so that, uh, that you have just such a, a, a buffet. Uh, at your disposal. All right, so I'm going to change it back to the New King James, and we're going to read a little little bit of this. I think you'll really enjoy it. So this is when they came back into from being in captivity. They had been not they had not been obeying the Lord. Yes, they returned to Him uh, in different ways, but they really had not been able to really worship Him. And kind of like what we've got right now, you know, we we can't have the Lord in the school, we can't have Him that, uh, you know, in the marketplace, we can't have Him. I mean, anywhere you have the, you can't even have the Ten Commandments or, or all this crazy stuff. They want to put back from that up on the state capitol instead of the uh, Ten Commandments. All this stuff, they had, you know, they've all just been in this darkness and this oppression and so now they're coming out of it and they realize what they have done to dishonor the lord and everyone is just this is their response okay so nehemiah was the one who was the uh, the builder and he was the one who was uh, who had uh, received the the grant from cyrus king cyrus to to finance all of this and then ezra is um is the man of god who is reading the word to the people now all the people gathered together as one man in the open square that was in the front of the water gate remember i told you there was a water gate okay so that's where they were they told ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of moses which the lord had commanded israel so ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men and women and all who could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month so again we're back to this is the seventh month the month of tishri okay just right here where we are this is exactly the moment in time that we are in that we are uh in the feast of trumpets so the feast of trumpets is when everyone joins back together everyone comes together for repentance everyone comes together to to, to, to draw near to the Lord, okay? And to draw near to each other and have everything restored because if everybody's got a big old argument, how can they even stand next to each other? So it's it's where everything is is being set wreck right because the, the whole point of um, the Feast of Trumpets is that we straighten out any kind of disagreement, any kind of thing where we've done something wrong, we, we go and rest, restore it, make restitution, do whatever we got to do to get it set right, okay? So they're all standing there in the seventh month, the first day of the seventh month. Then he read from it in the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning until midday before the men and the women and those who could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. So they're not just standing there on their <laughs> cell phones. They're, they're like listening with all of their hearts. Okay. And that is one of the great things about the great awakening that we are, you know, before you might've been like, I really don't want to know about politics, but now you're like, what's going on? Right. We're like attentive, very attentive. So Ezra the scribe stood on a platform of wood that they had made for the purpose. And beside him is this whole big list of people's names. So Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. They're going to be standing out here for a long time, but they're, they're interested. I noticed that with the Trump um, rallies, the people all stand up. Isn't that cool? I love that. Stand at a chair. We want to hear what you got to say. We're not just over here on our phones. We're focused on you and what you're saying. Isn't that beautiful? And Ezra blessed the Lord and the great God of heaven. Then all the people answered, amen, amen, while lifting up their hands. They're, they're worshiping the Lord. They bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And then all these other people helped the people to understand the law. And the people stood in their place. So imagine this. You've got you know, all these groups. 
in pockets of different people. And so Ezra would read a section and then he, each one would go and they would try to explain, does everyone understand that? Anybody have any questions? He would, they would go into more detail in that one little area. And then once everybody was ready, then they would start again. Okay. We're not just reading something like mind numb robots, right? Little zombies. We're uh, making sure that we, everyone understands it. Y'all understand that? You got that? Anybody have any questions? Ask now forever. Hold your peace. All right. So they read distinctly from the book in the law of God and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the reading. Okay. So that's kind of what my job is too, is, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, I don't really understand the word when I read it. And that's why it's helpful for someone like, like me to come along and read it and kind of and make it make more sense. Then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy to the Lord. Do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I want to tell you today that even though we have these sad things to remember about 9-11, I don't want you to be sad. The president doesn't want you to be sad. We don't have time for that. We have to be reflective, but we also need to be uh, resolved that we are going to take it to the enemy and we're not going to stop until we beat this enemy. We're not going to be under tyrants and we are in control of our own destiny by the grace of God. Okay. So, um, the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the confidence in the Lord, the, the know and him continually giving us peace and strength to do the job that he's called us to do. That is our strength. It just walking with him is such a, it's, it's just, that's our joy. And that's what keeps us going. So the Levites quieted all the people said, be still for the day that is holy. Do not be grieved for all the people went their way to drink and eat, to send portions and rejoice greatly because they understood the words that were declared to them. So they had to tell them multiple times not to be sad, not to be sad, not to get overwhelmed with grief over what they had done. Okay, the, receive the forgiveness of the Lord. If you've heard these things and you know what you've done and you're ready, you're, you're, you've repented of these things, there's no reason to be sad. Be strong in the Lord and, and take, lay hold of the day and, and, and walk in a new path. He doesn't want us to be sad. He wants us to be, go, let's get it, right? Now, then the next thing was the Feast of Tabernacles. So now on the second day, the heads of the father's houses of all the people with the priests and the Levites were gathered to Ezra the scribe in order to understand the words of the law. And they found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded by Moses, that the children of Israel should dwell in booths during the feast of the seventh month. What is a booth? It's a little, it's a little uh, camp area, like a little tent, that little, little, your own little private little tabernacle, right? And, and that's kind of, you know, like it, it, as I was saying before, you know, when when you just bring it down to a small area where, okay, Lord, we don't really have a lot of distractions in here. It's just where we can get quiet with you. And uh, last year I got to go, and I'm going to do it again in my state capital. They had the um, the the tent meeting up in in uh, it's called Awaken the Dawn, and I went up to Washington D.C. and there was a tent for each state along the the uh, the the National Mall, and so you could go to each state for four days, something like that, 24 hours a day, there was praise and worship of the Lord. And we were praying that we started to see everything just start, start coming, you know, just the enemy's uh, strongholds being crumbled. So amazing, right? So um, that was so beautiful. So definitely be a part of that in your state. Look it up, awaken the dawn. And it was just beautiful. We had these, we had these giant gatherings of us all together. And then we had small tent meetings with each, each one. And, and actually we were meeting um, right at, during the Feast of Tabernacles. It was really, really amazing. And they didn't even know that they had planned to do it that day, um, but the Lord did. Anyway, um, so now they're going to, they're going to have these little 
little tabernacles, these little booths, um, and then they should announce and proclaim in all their cities and in Jerusalem, saying, "Go to the mountain, bring olive branches and oil uh, branches of oil trees and myrtle branches and." palm branches and branches of leafy trees to make booths as it is written. Then the people went out and brought them and made themselves booths, each one on the roof of his house or in the courtyards or the courts in the house of God or in the open square of the water gate and the open square of the gate of Ephraim. So the whole assembly of those who had returned from the captivity made booths and sat under the booths for since the days of Joshua, the son of Nun, until the day of the children the children of Israel had not done so. And there was very great gladness. So everyone is restored. Everyone's getting along. Everyone's at peace. Everyone has everything they need. They're all having this giant, um, just this giant celebration. Kind of like if you've ever gone camping and everyone's just real relaxed and um, it's just a great vibe, right? And uh, everyone's just enjoying, just being outside and enjoying each other and just a beautiful, beautiful time. So great gladness. The Bible says that we're going to have joy that no man can take away. Ooh, I'm ready for that. All day by day, from the first day into the last day, he read from the book of the law of God. And they kept the feast seven days. And on the eighth day, there was a sacred assembly according to the prescribed manner. So here is when the trumpet starts right here. Uh, the civil new year, and then you've got Yom Kippur, so it's the atonement. Everything is set right, right in here. So then, then you've got the 20th there, and then you've got Sukkot, which is the tabernacles that starts here. The 24th of Tishri, right after, okay, you see it says Simchat, can you see that on screen? Simchat Torah at the very bottom. That is rejoicing in the law, and so that's what they're just about to start doing right here. Now, on the 24th day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting and sackcloth and with dust on their heads that is a picture of they are every time they read the word it just strikes in them oh dear I've, I've messed up I've done these things that are dishonoring to the Lord and I've got to make some serious serious changes in my life right then those and they can't undo it that's the problem with sin is when we do something we can't take it back we can't but you can be forgiven and you can make restoration as best you can, but you can't undo it, right? Like when words leave your mouth, you can't gobble them back up again. So they were just, you know, just sad because of what they had done. And they had to keep getting restored. That, okay, you're forgiven. The Lord loves you. And you, you're going to walk in a new life, right? So uh, then those of, it, of Israelite lineage separated themselves from all foreigners. And they stood and confessed their sins and the iniquity of their fathers. Okay, so it's not about ethnicity. It's about that these are, are unbelievers. These are people who are refusing to uh, walk with the Lord. They may be your wife. You may be your husband. But they are not going to nope. You can do that, but I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm still going to uh, worship Baal. I'm going to still worship whatever. And so they're like, okay, we're going to have to separate them. Yeah. So there's a lot of that that was going on. And that is the fact that a lot of times when we, when we call it out, when we say that uh, this is the, I'm choosing this, I've decided I'm going to follow the Lord. Not everybody's going to be happy about that. Right. All right. So that's what that's what's going on, too. They stood up and they confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers. And they stood up in their place and read from the book of the law of the Lord, their God, for one fourth of the day. And for another fourth, they confessed and worshiped the Lord. OK, so they're spending a <laughs> they're going to, have to go to sleep at some point, but they're spending a great amount of their time listening, learning and getting right. Listening, learning, getting right.
Okay, that's what this whole period of time is about. And I think that in, in a lot of and a lot of you that I've heard a lot of your comments on, on YouTube, you're you're hearing from the Lord for the first time and you're like, okay, I'm making some serious changes. And so that's what we're everybody's doing, which is which is remarkable, which is wonderful. All right, so the next thing is then they all uh, they stood on the stairs of the leaf and the Levites cried out with a loud voice to the Lord, their God, stand up and bless the Lord, your God forever and ever. Blessed be your glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens with all their host, the, 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 the stars, right? Uh, and the earth and everything on it, the sea and all that is in them. And also I guess the heavenly host, the, the angels, um, the sea and all that is in them. And you preserve them all. Isn't that amazing? The Lord makes sure that we all, every, all, all the people on this earth, and he still makes sure that we all have food to eat. It's amazing, really. And the seas and all that is in them, you preserve them all. The host of heaven worships you. You are the Lord God who chose Abram and brought him out of Ur of the Chaldeans and gave him the name Abraham, you found his heart faithful before you and made a covenant with him to give the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, and the Girgashites to give it to his descendants. You have performed your words and you are righteous. You saw the affliction of our fathers in Egypt. You heard their cry by the Red Sea. You showed signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against all his servants, and against all the people of his land. For you knew that they acted proudly against them. So you made a name for yourself as it is this day. And you divided the sea before them so that they went through the midst of the sea on the dry ground. And their persecutors you threw into the deep as a stone into the mighty waters. Moreover, you led them by day with a cloudy pillar and by night with a pillar of fire to give them light on the road which they should travel. You came down also on Mount Sinai and spoke with them from heaven and gave them just ordinances and true laws, good statutes and commandments. You made them, you made known to them your holy Sabbath and commanded them precepts and statutes and laws by the hand of, your, of Moses, your servant. You gave them bread from heaven for their hunger and brought them water out of the rock for their thirst and told them to go in to possess the land which you had sworn to give them. But they and our fathers acted proudly and they hardened their necks and did not come heed your commandments. They refused to obey and they were not mindful of your wonders that you did among them. You did among them, but they hardened their necks and in the they appointed a leader to return to their bondage. But you are God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, and did not forsake them. Even when they made a molded calf for themselves and said, this is your God that brought you up out of Egypt and worked great by provocations. Yet in your manifold mercies, you did not forsake them in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day to lead them on the road, nor the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way they should go. You also gave your good spirit to instruct them in and you did not withhold your manna from their mouth and gave them water for their thirst. Forty years you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out. Their feet did not swell. 
Moreover, you gave them kingdoms and nations and divided them into districts. So they took possession of the land of Sihon, the land of the king of Heshbon, and the land of Og, king of Bashan. And you also multiplied their children as the stars of heaven and brought them into the land which you had told their fathers to go in and possess. So the people went in and possessed the land and subdued before them the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, and gave them into their hands with their kings and the people of the land that they might do with them as they wished. They took strong cities and strong cities and a rich land and they possessed houses full of all goods, cisterns already dug, vineyards and olive groves and fruit trees in abundance. So they ate and were and filled and grew fat and delighted themselves in your great goodness. Nevertheless, they were disobedient and rebelled against you, cast your law behind their backs and killed your prophets who testified against them to turn them to yourself. And they were great provocations. Therefore, you delivered them into the hands of their enemies who oppressed them. And in their time of trouble, when they cried to you, you heard from heaven. And according to your abundant mercies, you gave them deliverers who saved them from the hand of their enemies. But after they had rest, they again did evil before you. Therefore, you left them in the hand of their enemies so that they had dominion over them. Yet when they returned and cried out to you, you heard from heaven. And many times you delivered them according to your mercies and testified against them that you might bring them back to your law. Yet they acted proudly and did not heed us and sinned against your judgments, which if a man does, he shall live by them. And they shrugged their shoulders, stiffened their necks, and wouldn't hear. Yet for many years you had patience with them and testified against them by your spirit in your prophets. Yet they would not listen. Therefore you gave them into the hand of the peoples. Of Nevertheless, in your great mercy, you did not utterly consume them nor forsake them. For you are God, gracious and merciful. Now therefore our God, the great, the mighty, the awesome God, who keeps covenant and mercy, do not let all the troubles seem small before you that has come upon us our kings our princes our priests our prophets our fathers and on all your people from the days of the kings of assyria until this day however you are just in all that has befallen us for you have dealt faithfully but we have done wickedly neither our kings nor our princes our priests nor our fathers have kept your law nor heeded your commandments and your testimonies which you have testified against them for they have not served you in their kingdoms or in the many good things that you gave them, or in the large and rich land which you set before them, nor did they turn from their wicked works. Here we are, servants today, and the land that you gave to our fathers to eat its fruit and its bounty. Here we are, servants in it, and its yields much increase to the kings you've set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and our cattle at their pleasure, and we are in great distress. And because of this, we make a covenant and write it. Our leaders, our Levites, and our priests seal it. This is what they said way back in the day. This is 400 years before Christ. They repented in dust and ashes. They recognized their own sins. They recognized the sins of their country. They recognized the sins of their family members. They recognized that this is why they all this trouble had come upon them. And so this is the same thing that we are to do. If we want to be in alignment with what the Lord is telling us, this is the Feast of Trumpets. This is the time of the Great Atonement. This is the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. When If we want the Lord to tabernacle with us and to restore us and to get these people up off our necks, up off our throats, up off our children, up off our finances and our health and our peace. This is how what we need to do. Every one of us turn to him in with all of our hearts and 
I would love to say that everyone is on this channel and everyone's going to do that. We may not have everyone do that. I can't do it for everyone else. I can just do it for me. You can only do it for you. So let's all do this very thing and let's see the Lord work. We can be, even if we don't get to go to the awaken the dawn, that was the whole point of it is that we're turning back to you, Lord. We're, we're repenting of our sins and we're turning back to you and we're, we're waiting on you to have mercy and deliver us from the evil ones. Okay. That's what this is all about. We pray, Lord, thank you. Thank you that your promises are yay and amen. Thank you for your great mercy. You, after all we do and everything our nation has done and the countless things that have done been done against you and how we just been either lax and not done something or whatever it is we've if we've either done what we shouldn't have done or not done what we should have done lord we ask you for mercy we ask you to have mercy on our whole country we ask you to deliver us from these tyrants these ones who've had such evil over us and have had control over us that we didn't even we really didn't even realize lord we knew something was wrong but we didn't know what and so we return to you with all of our hearts we ask lord that you would have mercy on our nation we know that you are showing us great mercy because we see what so many things that you're doing you're answering so many prayers and so many are waking up we give you praise that it's your hand of blessing. You didn't just cast us off and say, forget it, forget it, forget it, forget it. You didn't do that. You are so gracious and merciful and loving. Your loving kindness, your mercies are new every morning. We thank you. And we just cannot wait for the day when all of this will be restored. And I just pray, Lord, that this time, this time that we will learn our lesson and that we will really and truly uh, sit under each, each one his own uh, fig tree, uh, each one <laughs> sitting in peace in his own home and with his own family and everyone being at peace. All of us, that great gladness it was talking about when everyone has that big camp out where we all just are at peace. We thank you, Lord, that you are able to do this. You are, we can't bind the strong man, but you can. You are the stronger man who can bind the strong man and cast him out. So we give you praise that you are going to do this before our very eyes. And we want to be a part of it by, by, by joining with you and doing what you've asked us to do, which is to repent, to turn with you and to, and to be resolved to be on your side and to fight, fight, fight. We thank you, Lord, for all you're doing. We pray this all in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I'll go and I will talk to you later. I just love our battalion. Keep up the good fight and I'll talk to you later.